Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Ooh. I don't wanna lie. I'm gonna take what you're giving. Cause I know you're willing to take me all the way. Alright, hello, hello, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Mob Wives. Here we are at season five, episode six, Philly versus Philly, and I am your host, Erica Vieira, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Nicole. Hey guys, Nicole Brazier here. <laughs> Happy New Year. And we're <laughs> also joined here at the top of our recap with the one and only, only Renee Graziano. Hey. Hi, Renee. Hi, girl. <laughs> Thank hey, you Renee. so much for being here again. Welcome back. Uh, we love having you here at AfterBuzz, and we thank you because we know it's super late on the east coast right now probably past midnight so thank you for being here and for chatting with us uh on the aftermath of this crazy episode yes you are very welcome (laughs) and i am honored uh once again to be interviewed by you girl oh thank you love it all right so let's just get right to it if you don't mind renee we're just gonna get right in go right ahead yeah and i know you you never hold back which is what we love about you so, ah, thank you. <laughs> so we all saw this whole scenario between you and Ange played out in this episode. It was the fo- focus of this episode, a little bit of last episode, and at the end of it, it does look like things were patched up. Are you and Big Ange now? Are you guys good? Are you guys, you know, a okay? Or how did that affect your friendship? Well, well as of that episode, I think that um, it was more of. Uh, yeah, we're okay. As as of that episode, we are okay. I think Angela doesn't like to see things um, for what they are, personally. Um, and regardless of her and I making up, she still is, you know, friendly with the enemy. So, for me, although things are okay, she's still friends with the enemy. What so do that's you think pretty of, much what tells do you, you how of, I feel. What do you think attracts her to the enemy and like why do you think she still wants to mingle with natalie even after all the drama that she's caused not only just you and and Ange, but i mean everybody the group and i'm gonna say this like i said it to angela i think when things are natalie is the type of person who's gonna put your business all over there we've seen it happen to me i don't know why these why angela or drita are uh, that friendly with her but you know, it's it's on them, to be quite honest. If that's who they choose to stay with, then I guess, you know, your character shows through. Why do you think Ange was so upset at you? Because when I watched this episode, and, and I think Nicole and I were kind of chatting while we were watching it, I saw your side of the story. I saw why, you know, you, you got upset at some of the things. I 
I mean, I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to you because I'd be asking Big Angie the same thing if she was here. Like, I didn't really fully understand, like, really why she was upset. I, my interpretation was that it had more to do with her cousin and kind of putting the onus on you, the fact that, you know, Junior put him in jail. Was it that? Was it something else? Were there things behind the scene that she was really upset at? What was she really, really upset at? I think it all started, listen, we all know that I'm going to say what I want. Mm-hmm. to whomever I want, and I'm going to say whatever I want about you. Because at the end of the day, if you're the person that's around me, I'm allowed to, ha- I'm allowed to have a voice. And I think nobody likes my voice. I think that the girls get very, um, they get pissed off at me because I speak my mind. And some of the things I say, not, no, let me take that back. Everything I say ends up to be true. <laughs> so they, maybe, Angela, maybe Angela felt some type of way um, you know, earlier in the season, we, we, we heard the word clown again. I wasn't calling her a clown as, you know, as maybe it was taken. I did use the word because I do feel that if, if Natalie, Natalie is, a, is, is being the master, so you're part of a, you're part of a circus. You know, I didn't mean it in any other way, but I think there was still hard feelings there, um, with Angela and I. And I think, yes, of course, because of my son's father, absolutely. I don't feel that I should be held responsible at all. Um, you know, and, and this goes to if everybody is okay with Karen, um, you know, it's kind of odd that all of a sudden no one talks about, you know, we're not talking about um, everything that has happened with Karen over the years. And now all of a sudden everybody's mad at me for the reasons of my son's father. It's kind of, it, it's, contradictory to everything that everybody's saying. Don't talk about each other's family. Don't do this. Don't talk about somebody's father. Don't do this. But meanwhile, here we are putting the blame of my son's father on me. It's almost like the girls are contradicting everything that they they, they want me to do. They're not doing for me. So do you think it was it was mainly, though, back where you called her a clown and me, she misinterpreted? That's really where it stemmed from? I think there was... I think there were just hard feelings. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think there were hard feelings. There were words um, between her and I about family. It just it got blown out of proportion because it was never rectified from the very beginning. So I think that those were the hard feelings. And she wanted to say what was on her mind. I also think people amped her up to say the things that she said and to act the way she did. That's my opinion. Which people? You know, I don't. I know Angela well, and I know she's not that type of person. I think she had birds in her ear chirping about, you know, say this or say that. What, or you, you mean the producers? Feel that way. What, what are you referring to, Renee? The producers or more people on the show? Who are you referring to that are kind of in I'm her referring room? to birds. Birds? <laughs> That's what I'm referring to. Female birds? Mm-hmm. And I'm, be, I'm being nice right now. Yeah. I'm, be, I'm being nice. It's late. I'm being nice. <laughs> I think that other people were in her ear. That's my opinion. And it is being a viewer and being a fan of the show and Mob Wives, of being a fan of you, of being a fan of Big Ange, it was sad to see, you know, such a, well, what we perceived as a solid friendship really kind of be tested in these last few episodes. I was surprised as to how angry you guys got with one another. Have you guys had these kind of fights like this in the past? I mean, you guys have been friends for 25 years. Have issues like this happened, you know, pre-Mob Wives? No. Angela and I have never had a problem. And Angela is my aunt's best friend. They, they're, you know, she's older than I am. She's mm-hmm. my sister's friend, my older sister's friend. So 
I was 16 years old when I, when I was around Angela. And, you know, I always, like, went to where she worked and hung out with her. And then over the years, we grew up our own friendship. So Angela and I have never had an, never had a disagreement. Never in the 30 years that I know her did we ever speak to each other out of line. Never. So do you think it was a show? The you know, like you said, birds and well, I don't know what you know, referred to whether it's people on the show, the producers. Do you think it was a show that that really caused these kind of issues that you guys have with one another now? I, I definitely think that yeah, I, I, uh, the people that are around her are the people that are influencing her. Um, I think you know if she chooses to be friendly with Nat, listen, I'm not there. So at the end of the day, I'm not around her enough to have an opinion or to say what's on my mind. I don't. I don't. The truth of the matter is I distanced myself from everybody last year. Mm-hmm. I really did. Um, and I, I, and for my own personal reasons as well. So I think that the other people that were around her just kept, you know, gnawing at her like, oh, Renee said this and Renee said that. And I think Natalie definitely was one of them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I definitely, you know, I, I should say 100% know it at this point. And okay, well, I was just going to say, if Natalie wasn't in the picture, do you think something still would have happened between you two? Or do you think that this kind of no never would have never happened yeah because if you notice that most of it is all because of natalie if if, if you're pay, if you're watching you know it's always we're arguing with this girl my point is the girl is she's no good so you know you want to be friends with me i don't i'm not friends with the enemy therefore um you know you, this is who you're you're hanging out with so you must be talking about me. You must be, you must be, you know, I, and obviously we see it, that I am being talked about because it, it's playing out on television, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like your trust is, you can't trust anybody. That, that's where trust no one comes from. You can't trust nobody because everybody's going back and talking about each other. It's it's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, while we have you all on the line, is talk to you a little bit about your, just briefly, because I know you were really honest about it before, was with your recovery. Because I know that you, when we, you know, saw you here, you had went through your recovery and things were going good. And we witnessed that the last season. But, but now it looks like, um, you know, the last few episodes, they hinted at the fact that I don't know if you, you did relapse or you didn't, but it looked like a lot of things were happening and, and things were really getting to you. How is your recovery now? Um, things definitely affected me over the season and my recovery. Um, unfortunately, I, it's, it's now become very private because mm-hmm. it's been exploited to its fullest. So mm-hmm. it's something that I really don't want to talk about publicly mm-hmm. anymore because everybody just has their hands on it. And I think the more people that touch it, it just affects me even more and doesn't allow me the, um, the privacy that I do need. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, recovery is something that's very private. It should be kept private. Mm-hmm. I, I'm honest with, the world about it because people suffer from it. Mm-hmm. But at this point, it now needs to be uh, protected at all costs because there are a lot of people ha 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 behind your back and oh she fell on her face again. So um, for the sake of my recovery, I don't choose to talk about it. So yeah. do you regret being so open about it and revealing all that? Yes, you do. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. How's, I do. How's AJ? I think I, mm-hmm. For the first time in my life, mm-hmm. I actually have regret. Wow. Like, I don't regret a lot of things mm-hmm. because I feel that, you know, I, I in the past I have said I don't regret, I don't regret mm-hmm. because it's, you know, uh, a learning uh, process. And, you know, at this point tonight, 
uh, after watching it. I mean, it's 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 quite obvious what I'm going through. Yeah. You don't have to be, you, to me, you know, to a blind me man, I think, obvious. could see it. Yeah. But it's, it's something that needs to be protected. And I think uh, being around the girls is very unhealthy for it. Definitely. Very unhealthy. So do you... Are you reconsidering, in a sense, of continuing being a part of this whole mob wife scenes? In, um, for the we're done filming. Yeah. yeah, we're done filming for this season. Yes. No, we no, we have one more week of interviews. I don't um, personally. I I don't know. It's it might be time for me <clears throat> to step away. It might be time. Yeah. Hmm. I was just asking, how is your um, son following everything, um, and even how's his Achilles tendon doing? <laughs> Oh, it, you know, he, oh, I felt so bad for my son. It was, he was starting work that, that happened on, like on a Friday, mm-hmm. and he was starting work for a union on that Monday, and he wasn't able to start his job for like four months wow. because he was laid up. But yeah, I know the Achilles tendon is, is really rough recovery, but he's okay now. He's walking. He went to work. He started work a few weeks ago, so he's good. He definitely, um, he said to me for the first time the other day, Mom, I wish you didn't do the show. So mm-hmm. I, I know that the show is affecting um, my son now. And, and after tonight watching how the girls behave, uh, once again, I under, my son's father is a rat, no good piece of garbage, absolutely. But um, watching them say it over and over again, but we're supposed to protect, we're not supposed to hurt anybody's family, we're not supposed to talk about at the end of the day, they're hurting my child. Yeah. So once again, there's a big reason why I don't like them is because they're hurting my child. But, but that's okay because my son's father is a lot. That's the way they see it. What they don't see is that it's hurting my child. Right. So for that being said, I don't like them. Were you, sur- were you surprised? I mean, I, it looks like you patched No, I'm not up. surprised. No. I, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. I look at them and I'm not surprised by any means. I'm not surprised that this is coming from them. There's a lot of hate. There's a lot of hate for all these seasons. So, no, I'm not surprised. And is that specifically from Big Ange and Drita? You know what? You can see it for yourself. You know exactly where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. You, 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 don't have, you don't need glasses. You go be blind. You can see it. It's okay. But at the end of the day, it's okay because I'm story all, all season long, even when you're not filming me. I'm still story. Oh, yeah. But with that being said, with that being said, hey, talk about me. You keep me relevant. Mm-hmm. 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 What would you do without Karen this season? You know, I feel like she is your huge support system. And just what? where do you think you would be without her? Oh, I absolutely adore Karen. Um, and she has really stood by me and my recovery through uh, so much. Where would I be without her? Well, I, personally, I think those girls would have loved if I didn't have somebody because mm-hmm. obviously you you wouldn't have seen me filming with, with them. Because mm-hmm. I, I have now have a, had, had a fight with the whole entire cast. Right. And I'm, I laugh because I have done it alone. Yeah. I've done it alone. So, um, and I'm still standing, and I will be standing for a hundred years more. Trust me. Um, but what I would have done is probably just been quiet. Yeah, never happened to get that. I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. I don't know. It, ha- you know, I had it, so I don't know what would have happened. I mean, it, it sounds like at this point, your your friendship with Big Ange or Drita, and you know, whatever friendship you have with Drita, it, it sounds like it's kind of you know 
I don't want to say it's like out of 10, but it's obviously been tested and, and you're probably friendly with her, but you're not like friends, like, you know, you call her up. No, no, we do not. No, we do not stay together. No, not at all. Okay. Um, uh, I consider them acquaintances at this point. You know, I, things have, things have changed. My life has changed anyway. It's not, you know, it's not just the relationship with the girls. It's other things in my life. Um, so, you know, when we're together, we're together. Um, and as of that episode, you can see where we're, we're all speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think over the years, I've come to see everybody for who they are. And everybody has their own category. And if I, everybody is decent to me, I'm decent with them. If, you know, if you, we're all cordial, we're cordial. If somebody wants to say something at a line, of course, I'm I'm going to be exactly who I am and, and protect and defend myself every way possible. Does it sadden you at all, though? Because, I mean, you say you're not surprised. You're not surprised about what you saw from Big Ange. You're not surprised about what you saw from Drita. But does it sadden you to, to, to kind of really realize, okay, that this is it? Like, the show affected us in this way. The scroll Nally affected us. And now, you know, things are very different. Or are you just, you moved on and, and that's it? I think it's sad, and I think it's sad for any group of friends mm-hmm. to go through uh, what we what we are or what I am. I should say, um, no, I'm not. I'm not sad. I'm mm-hmm. not sad. I'm grateful. I'm very grateful. I get to see everybody for who they are. Very grateful. So now I'm not sad. Is there any uh, dirt on on Natalie that that you have that you want to get out in the open that maybe you haven't anything? She's not even worth the conversation. <laughs> what about the other Natalie, Natalie D? The new Natalie. Mm-hmm. She's a very nice girl. Um, hmm. She's very outspoken. It's funny. She's born on the same day as me. Oh, so okay. I, I think this you have an, another emotional girl on hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she's in, you know, she says what she feels. Um, I don't know her all that well. Um, Why was she thrown onto Memphis the show? She only met this year. What, was she thrown onto the show to kind of be, you know, something to interact with with Natalie? Or why did they put her on the show? Um, I, well, she came on the show, obviously, because she, she knows Natalie from her neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not, they're not friendly, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. but, um, you know what? I don't do the hiring or the firing, <laughs> so I have no idea, but I, I, I am happy that there is somebody else that, you know, knows, knows, uh, the truth about her mm-hmm. because right. it gets a little exhausting to be the one that's going... This is the information. Da, 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 da. I mean, I could sit here today and say, I told you so, I told you so, but, and I have, obviously, yeah, yeah. in last week's mm-hmm. episode, not the one that just, the one before that. I was like, I told you so. Right. But, um, you know, if it, if it lightens my burden, hey, welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Renee, we don't want to keep you any longer because we know how late it is for you, but, um, I think, you know, we, you, you gave us a lot of insight, and thank you so much for, for being on here. We always appreciate it. You're welcome. You're uh, welcome. And thank, and thank you for, for seeing things the way that I did. <laughs> we, we definitely do to a certain degree. <laughs> All right, Renee. Well, yes. good night. Uh, good night. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great night. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. She's too cute. All right.
Yeah, I mean, that's the great thing about Renee. She always just kind of tells it as it is yeah. know, from her perspective. She obviously has her perspective, and we'll talk about kind of what, what we think w- with the other girls. But that is really interesting, though, about what she said about her recovery, you I'm, know, because she was so open and honest about it. And I remember asking her in the last couple of times I've interviewed her because that was what I thought. It's, I think it could be very dangerous to any kind of recovery mm-hmm. to be in this kind of environment. And it's so stressful. There's just so many things I'm sure she's dealing with, things that we see, things we don't see. And it's no joke. You know, yeah. any kind of, you know, drug or alcohol dependency is no joke. Right. And, and, so- that, and that's why I feel like she feels alone and so targeted sometimes when you're mm-hmm. in, when you have those issues and you are an addict and mm-hmm. you are recovering. I mean, you feel like the whole world is against you. And, you know, to a certain extent, people were targeting her and. Mm-hmm. It does well, she gave him, in the past, she probably gave him a reason to because she was acting out. And right. We saw her act pretty crazy with the pills mm-hmm. and all that. But that's why I look at Karen in a good light because Karen has never turned her back on her and won't throw those things in her face. And that's what makes a good friend because when your friend is at their wits end and at, mm-hmm. at the bottom, rock bottom, you're, you're going to turn on them and go against them. I mean, Drita and Big Ange, like... Yeah, and I know that with, with Renee and Drita, they haven't been like bad. They weren't always like super close friends. Mm-hmm. It, it sounded like they were acquaintances with the show and friendly on the right. show. But with with Big Ange, that is, you know, with Big Ange and Renee, that's it's surprising. It, it sounds mm-hmm. like from Renee that they're that they're not really friends at all. A lot of her anger definitely is probably coming from that case. But I also think it's got to have to do with just the stuff that big Ange is dealing with with her immediate circle with her son and the baby and all you know i feel like there's a lot more added stress mm-hmm. on renee and big Ange's part which is why the two of them can't seem to really i mean yeah they swore in on the bible and got yeah. past it but i mean like she just told us there's still a little bit of a yeah they're not there's a difference the between air. being acquaintances for the sake of the show and really being friends yeah. and calling one another and talking to one another or exactly. whatever so all right so let's let's get down and dirty with this episode so i mean we talked a lot about you know what happened with with Renee but you know we see at the beginning of the episode Big Ange um and Renee had you know the kind of that last part of that fight mm-hmm. um they get really upset it's very apparent that the line is drawn that you've got Drita and uh on Big Ange's side and then you got Karen on Renee's side yeah. and the whole episode is these two sides kind of battling against one another mm-hmm. with Karen and Drita a little bit sort of in the middle trying to make things work. Yeah. We hear Drita say at the end of the episode, if we don't resolve things, none of us are going to be hanging out exactly. together anymore. So it affects the entire group dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while Karen said, I can't believe that one, one girl is dividing this entire group apart. One Karen? Um, yeah, I mean, ref- I mean that referring Natalie Referring to is. Natalie, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's true. I mean, we've seen them always be like one unit and yeah i think the whole the family comments are hypocritical like renee just told us because they all can call her ex a rat but then if she or anybody else is calling their current husbands or current flings or this or that rat i mean then all hell breaks loose so for them to not see how targeted she is and especially in the last couple episodes i mean 
I'm just I'm Team Renee. I'm, I think part of it though with with Big Ange is that like Renee says. I mean, in Renee's words, she says it like it is, but that might not always be the best approach. I mean, she might say things that are hurtful, mm-hmm. you know, by by for the sake of honesty. Yeah. And I think some of those things were hurtful to Big Ange. I think mm-hmm. you know the, the whole clown comment, um, and it, it sounded like she said something about um, insinuating that. Big Ange did something with Natalie right. and that she has something to hide mm-hmm. where Big Ange is saying that's not true. So I, I see why Big Ange is upset in that sense. And I understand that. Right. I didn't get, I didn't understand it to the extent. Right. Like we kept saying, like, why angry? is she mad? Yeah. Like I, I understand being hurt, but it seemed like she was really, really upset. So that's why I wanted to ask Renee. I was like, was there something else that happened? Because it just, I didn't understand it. But I don't know. I guess, I mean, I guess it, it, you know, Big Ange took a lot of those things that Renee said personally and, and that, that hurt her. She can probably tend to hit a soft spot, Renee. I bet she she hits below the belt. Because she has no filter. Like she just said, I'm, I don't care. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to be straight. And, you know, you have a valid point. Like especially with people who are recovering. Yeah. It's their world. Yeah. And and you're living in their world. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I guess I could see both parts, but in the end, I have to feel a little bad for Renee. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, I know she has a past and she has a history, yeah. but that's in the past. Mm-hmm. So leave I feel, it I, I agree with Renee in that, like, why should she have to pay for sins that Junior committed? It has nothing to do with her. And I thought it was an interesting point that she brought up at the end. If anyone's mad at, at Junior, it's me. He turned in my father. Like, that, I yeah, was like, oh, yeah, so that's right. I forgot about more. that. There's like, so much. So I totally get that. And, and like you said, it's a little hypocritical because Big Ange has said in the past, like, no, we're not going to allow certain things to affect our friendship. You know, Karen's father obviously had a lot of issues. We won't get into all that, but I, I understand Renee's just like, okay, why should I have to constantly be paying for this? And it sounds like in talking to her and seeing what we see, she she doesn't just take it personally. She like takes it as if it's a, it's upsetting her son as well. Yeah, and then that's like a whole nother level. Which I mean, she, she's very protective of her son, and we see that. And and you know, every time Junior's brought up in a bad negative light, I guess it affects AJ in some way. So yeah, and especially because he's sure, on the show and he's watching. Yeah, the show. and I'm sure and the women friends and yeah forget about it yeah i can see how he's affected yep all right so then moving on we see uh some of uh london and natalie which i have to say it was really cute actually seeing the two of them together Mm -hmm. i think their relationship is actually really sweet they really seem to really genuinely care about one another i actually really like london he seems super down to earth just really into natalie so I like seeing that. I yeah, I, I think they have a nice relationship and you know, they show Natalie working in the business and, and all that. So it's it's nice to see an element of Natalie that's not all about, you know, dressing hoochie and getting into fights. Exactly. You know, and so it's nice to see that there's another aspect of her, yeah. like maybe a softer side of her, something, you know, with her relationship and, and work and all that. Yeah, she definitely takes the reins with him, but I feel like the more that we watch him, the more we, we get. We I just get him. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I get yeah. it. I and yeah, they're cute. They both look, certainly look good together. Yeah, they do. Um, I I definitely want to find out both of their signs because oh. they're ha- like she's got to be a, like compatible with him on a relationship. Yeah. Well, probably a sexual level too. <laughs> sure. Like that has to drive him to stay with her. Like yeah. we've talked about before. Yeah. And I'm, I guarantee in their signs, like well, they have a strong sex chemistry. Not just that. I mean, look at it. If he's working for her family, it's a lot more than just that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what his, what he was doing before, but 
his now technically speaking her family's his employer and yeah. so you know she she's she, now providing him a she source she probably loves that though yeah it like gives her a lot more control gonna, mm-hmm. and all that so uh, good for them know. yep but um <laughs> yeah so i, I thought like seeing their their relationship a positive for natalie yeah there you go and then Man. um aj <laughs> we see aj kind of recovering from his accident and and I do think it actually makes Renee, it obviously doesn't make Renee happy to see her son hurt or anything by that means, but I think Renee really enjoys being back in that role of mothering him and taking care of her yeah. son and Most being there. older mothers, oh, I feel like they always, especially the East Coast moms. Uh, they like, like being, those, I know. Those Italian. That's West Coast like, ones too. My uh, mom's the same yeah. way, yeah. I just, they love babying their sons especially. Yes, yes, yes. The girls, they're like, get out, go on your own, the son's like they'll cradle in their arms forever. <laughs> All right. So then we see uh, Big Ange and Drita get together with Karen. Karen calls kind of a, a visit between Big Ange and Drita. Karen wants to talk to them about the Renee situation. Obviously, we know Karen's got uh but big and um, Karen's got Renee's back. Mm-hmm. So um, we see them all get together and she, you know, starts talking to them a little bit more about the Natalie situation, the Natalie D and how she said, Hey, I, I've talked with Natalie D. Well, we'll backtrack a little bit. You know, so Karen did visit with Natalie D at a bar. They hung out for a little bit. She wanted to get a sense from Natalie D. Like, is she genuine? Who is this mm-hmm. person? Which I've said all along, like, who is this person? Why are you going to take what she says at heart? You know? Yeah. So you don't know who she is. But, you know, she's like, I just want to get a sense for myself, who she is, what she's all about, what her mm-hmm. motive is. So I want to ask you, do you believe Natalie D and that she doesn't have a motive or that she... I... I... I believe her, but I think she also has a motive. She doesn't need to admit it because she's doing it openly. Like her motive, motive is to get all the true facts mm-hmm. about uh, Natalie G out. But um, what's the motive behind it, though? That's like pro- that's the question. What's the reason? Probably because she's done her dirty in the past, and she's getting that's her why I'm sweet asking. Revenge. I think that's see. That's what I think. I think. Uh, well, there's two things. I think either she wants to just be on the show. Mm-hmm. So that she's like, well, you know what? I, I kind of know her. I know all this dirt about her. She Isn't did this, this, and that to my friend. Though? Well, yes. So that, so maybe that was it. Maybe mm-hmm. that's her motive. Um, but I, I have a feeling that there's, there's more to it than what she's leading on. Well, I'm confused as to how Natalie G still can communicate with Natalie D's current boyfriend. Well, that was weird. So like maybe that, was, that maybe we'll learn a little bit more about uh, that. Yeah, and why like, they, like why is she why does she have his number? Why is like, she why does she get really furiously pissed? Because yeah. you would think this girl, she's in Mob Wives, the boyfriend just comes to the gym. Hey, like this girl that you Call hate me. just hit me up to try to get dirt on you. And you guys had a point um, about how she openly shared her dirt with us viewers mm-hmm. in the beginning as we're getting to know her. So then when we see that uh, Natalie G gets these criminal documents, it's like she's on the show for that reason. Like, it's we already know that. So, you know, exactly. Like, what more are you going to share? And I guess we're going to have to stay tuned to find all that out. Yeah, I just have a feeling a- like, so, like, you know, Karen's trying to find the motive behind Natalie D. Uh, and I think this twofold. One is for her to be on the show. Two, I do think 
something went ha- something happened maybe not directly to her but maybe to her ex maybe to somebody else maybe to mm-hmm. her current boyfriend there's a there's a reason because you're not that you don't hate somebody without a reason yeah if you really don't care about someone then you have no emotion or no feeling whatsoever hate there's a fine line between you know hate, like hate and and love or you know liking someone and not like, it, there's emotion right. there and I want to know why yeah or she's faking it for the cameras so I either one that that's what it is but so anyway, so then Karen kind of uh, runs over to Big Angie and Drita and shares this information with the ladies, lets her know that basically Natalie D gave her the former one that Natalie G has this horrible reputation in Philly, that she's a, a scum, that she's a whore, that she's a this, that she's a that, all every bad word under the sun, that she's just this nasty person that nobody likes. And, um, and yeah, so then the women are like, Okay, well then I guess uh, the two Natalies will duke it out and we'll yeah, see what we happens. Yeah, but we see in the preview that that's not what happens. And I'm like, I want both the Natalies. Yeah, do we want to see Karen yeah. take down Natalie? Yeah, okay. Maybe. But, yeah, I, 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 I don't necessarily even want to see Natalie take down Karen. Like more well, like I think they're Natalie all coming together now. Yeah. Not because of Renee and Natalie and not because of Natalie and Natalie, but because... Of the comment, uh, yes. Karen. You know that this, even though we've known about this for the past couple episodes, so why now are we all of a sudden like recognizing the social media, you know, <laughs> yeah. debauch- debauchery that she put on Karen and as a mother? I'm just, I'm a little confused, and I think maybe it'll play out mm-hmm. in the next couple episodes. But yeah. I, I just. I think it's Big Ann, just like Big Ann, just like, yeah, well, I'm going to have to t- discuss this with Natalie. And it's like, why can't you scare the shit out of Natalie? Yeah. To shut up. Because yeah. she keeps just making more, every every situation where they all come together dramatic, even when she's not there. Yeah, exactly. And and I think that's part of what Renee's upset at her about. It's like, why are you, like... Why, why are you even like giving her the benefit of the doubt? Why mm-hmm. are you asking her? Why aren't you, this is a, this is a outsider apparently. And you know, we've, we're hurting all, hearing all these things about her, all these negative things about her. So I don't know. So, you know, then we see, you know, Karen has this great idea of bringing anybody, everybody onto a boat, which could end in complete disaster and mm-hmm. a few people being overboard or in this case ended up quite, amicably and it looked like they reconciled their differences in a way so you know we do see at the end of the episode all the ladies on a boat Mm -hmm. trying to work things out and and i think they did for you know the sake of having peace for the sake of moving on it seemed like the women were able to air out their differences and come to some kind of reconciliation Mm -hmm. so yeah, and then the drama continues because it's almost as if Karen's like, "All right, well now that that's done, mm-hmm. let's talk about what I'm really mad about." You know? Yeah. And then, uh, and then, then we see, you know, in the previews coming up that Natalie and Karen just go at it, mm-hmm. which I'm excited to see. Yeah, I'm still I'm still iffy about Drita this season. I don't know if she's just trying to like take a step back a little bit yeah. because I feel like Drita's been talking a big game about what aggravates her and what will cause her to like hit somebody but she keeps going back and forth because at the uh end of this episode with the whole boat thing and uh karen really like reminding them of what she said she was like oh well that pisses me off if she ever said that right in front of me like that would be in that it's like okay but she has what, so, what, what do you mean? When, when, um, well, for instance, like when they were at the Drunken Monkey, like a couple of episodes ago, mm-hmm. like Natalie had nothing to hide in front of Drita, how she felt about Karen and Karen's 
father and whatnot and Karen being a... Yeah, but I mean, but Drew is saying if she were to say that about me. I guess, but she also said if she ever said that in front of me about you because that's you, you as a mother. Like, I think I, remember, I recall her saying it oh, just maybe. in general. I got so the sense like, that she was saying if she ever did that to me, maybe, I'd, maybe that I'd was knock it. her teeth out. But, yeah. I mean, and it seems like all the women are in agreement that that's the line you don't cross is once you start talking about family. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I agree with you, Andrita. I think she is taking a little bit of a back seat. She does talk a big game, but... I mean, which is actually, she's got the perfect spot. She hasn't, isn't any bad drama with any of the other girls, her mm-hmm. personally. So. And like everything's kind of good at home. Yeah. She's got these businesses. She keeps saying like every time it's just like a, you know, a little clip of just her. Like mm-hmm. she keeps reminding us like how good her everything business is. Her going. So, so like, so. Eh, who knows? Maybe we'll see a, yeah. something twist and turn. We'll see. All right, guys. Well, uh, that's the show. So I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. If you're on YouTube, we love all the comments. We've got some hot discussions going on there. So thank you so much. The good, the bad, and um, the, ugly. the ugly, everything on the there. Pretty. And so <laughs> thank you, guys. I'm your host, Erica Vieira. If you are interested in uh, checking out my other YouTube channel where I interview YouTubers and some podcasts, too, um, it's Beauty and the Vlog. I interview a bunch of YouTubers, and it's a lot of fun. And where can everyone find you, Nicole? You can find me on YouTube as well at Nicole Brazier or at Real TV Films. You can see all my red carpet coverage there. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Nicole Brazier. And stay tuned here at AfterBuds. We love you guys. Yeah, thanks so much. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, bitches! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.